Welcome in to the Amon Green Show on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. 12-year NFL veteran. He's got some speed to go with strength. Huskers and Green Bay Packers Hall of Famer. Shovel pass to Green into Vikings territory. Finally brought down. And University of Nebraska eSports coach. Your host, Amon Green. What's up, Austin? AG, what's good? How you doing? I'm doing good. What's up, chat? Are everybody listening and watching in? How you? How's everybody doing out there? Hope they're good. Woo! Just made it in here right at the <laughs> bit of hair on my chinny chin chin. <laughs> you got the snap off on time. Play counts. It stands. There we go. That we did. So how are you doing, Austin? Amon, I am good. Excited to, to be here. This is later than I normally hear, but that's okay. I'm glad you're settled. Okay. How, how was the day of travel? Uh, day of travel was good. I, I was basically like uh, Steve Martin, John Candy, planes, trains, and automobiles. I did the plane and the automobile. No train. <laughs> so I flew out of Green Bay this morning around 6 a.m. Got to Lincoln about 10.30 uh, went to look at uh, one of my friends, uh, Mike, who is a is in the construction business at one of his properties that we're actually invested on together. Walked that around, walked around, uh, see some of the finished product there. That house is almost done. It's in the uh, Pioneers neighborhood mm. over there off of Sheridan Road. And then he dropped me off and I got packed up and played a little bit of Call of Duty, uh, a little bit of Jedi Survivor. And then my ride, uh, Alex Fernando, who is our uh, di- uh, assistant director to, uh, for recruit for recruiting here at the College of Journalism and Mass Communication, jumped in his uh, truck. And three hours later, now four or five hours later, we went to grab dinner at uh, the Great Rib spot, uh, Oklahoma Joe's, mm. off the Friday, a little gas station slash restaurant that is like Kansas state gold of uh barbecue places and just got done there so i've got a a belly full of food and ready to talk some a little bit of esports little little sports things going on here with you for the next hour joe's is fantastic <laughs> you have to go to the original yeah. gas station location i mean that is that yes is that's no where we were at. Yep. i just got there for the first time i think it was last fall i know they have a couple different locations and there are obviously yeah. plenty of good spots to go but the gas station one looks wild yes. you walk in you're standing like in the actual gas station convenience store part you wind all the way around to the counter and my goodness it was worth the wait yeah 100 percent it is i mean uh, i had the first time i came here i just got the burnt in dinner so i did the same thing today along with alex highly suggested um the 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 big z yeah the z man the z man the Z-Man, the yeah. Z-Man with provolone cheese, brisket, onion rings, and then they had pickles on the side, too, and so I threw the pickles on there, too. And I've been waiting for this all week. I've been eating right all week. You know, this is my cheat day <laughs> weekend, so I was smoothies and fruit and vegetables all for Monday, Sunday, because I knew I was coming to Kansas City to <laughs> then digress a little bit in the nutrition department for a couple of days. <laughs> But I've earned it because, like I said, I prepared for it. Worked out all week, too, so I knew I was like, all right, I'll even this thing out. Sweating off a couple LBs before I put on more LBs. I'll put them <laughs> right back up. 
So I, I know you mentioned, you no, know, in your, your playing days, you know, obviously you're eating right, you're taking care of yourself. Were there ever any road trips, any cities that you knew you had to go out and get some food on the road? 100%. It was uh, Philadelphia, Philly cheesesteak. Mm. That was like a prime thing to do. We go, um, I think one place is, I don't like, quote me, I don't, know, don't quote me on this, but it's like, I think it's Geno's or something like that. Whatever the hot spot in Philly was, sometimes I know Coach Sherman would uh, actually help us out and they would cater in. Our, our, our midnight, our late night snack would mm. be Philly cheesesteak. We'll see these guys coming in with boxes full of cheesesteaks. We'll be like, oh, yes, he did it. Like, yeah. I'll grab two of them. They weren't that big. They're only about this long. Maybe that. They look like a Subway sandwich, about that big or wide. I'll grab two. Grab them and a bag of fries. Head to my room. Call it a night. I'm about to play a game anyway in the morning. You know, the next <laughs> day, I'm going to burn all this off. This is good. <laughs> um, that was Philly. Um Houston is this place called Papado's down in Houston. It's uh, Creole cooking, a lot of seafood dishes, uh, gumbo, jambalaya, you know, salmon, redfish. Lot, oh my God! It's just they had this this cheese fondue appetizer dish that has shrimp, crawdads or crawfish in it, along with other shellfish. That was just ridiculous and. It's all. It's pretty much dairy. So I learned eventually I can't do that because I'm lactose intolerant. I can't do that. Oh shoot! Oh no! <laughs> I wanna. I wanna think about it, but I can't hit it up that much. I gotta be smart. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, before we yeah. we move on to, you mentioned you got a little Jedi survivor in. What do you think? Yes, love it. I mean, I, it's it's hard for me to go against anything Star Wars. I mean, it's almost like against my whole reason of being on the planet because <laughs> when i hear fans like i you know my comic book friends my star wars friends that we have our little debates because you know you got your crew of buddies mm -hmm. that you'll sit down and debate the last star wars or the mandalorian or anything on disney plus that is now star wars um and you have these conversations and like i can't have a negative conversation about any of the star wars i mean even with phantom menace the jar jar binks too <laughs> People that don't like Empire Strikes Back, I'm like, what's the problem? You just, you know, the Empire had to win one. You know, they had to get a couple dubs before the whole Jedi came back into order. You know, mm -hmm. and how? So yeah, so I have friends that, that that, like I said, I can't. They go against it. I like, I can't do it. I'll say, you know what? It's like having a bad game, watching your favorite team have a bad game. Okay, it wasn't the best movie, but I still loved it. I'm still adding it to the uh, the canon storyline of what Mr. George Lucas blessed us with way back in 1977 you know when he came out with new hope and but having all of it way it, he presented it to us you know telling us the back three and then going back forward in 1999 to bring out phantom menace clone wars and then revenge of the sith and then now force awakens um the last jedi and then rise of skywalker mm -hmm. or just i could sit there and watch that's this is a long weekend for me that's a long chill weekend i'm gonna go to disney plus or oh, I have them on DVDs too. I don't need Disney Plus. I actually don't have all of. Them. I just hit the DVD because we never know when Disney Plus is not going to work or it's going to go away, which I don't think is going anywhere. But just in case, I got the hard disc, so I'm good. I'm clear there. Better safe than sorry. So, what was your first exposure Always. to Star Wars? How how quick were you hooked? Oh, it was right away. Um, I'll say my cousin Shelly. Shout out to Shelly, Shelly Johnson up in Omaha. Shout out to my first big first cousin. She took me there on my birthday. 
And I think it was it was Return of the Jedi at the Indian Hills movie theater off of 72nd Street in Omaha. And I vaguely remember it, but I know like I was like four, five years old. But I remember her taking me to the theater. It was like a rainy day. Went in the theater. We sat there and watched it. I'm just like, oh, it's so good. I had already been watching the other two at that time. So New Hope, Empire Strikes Back on HBO at home. When my mom would, I would sneak out of my room and go in the living room and turn on the TV late at night and be like, oh, it's on again. I'm going to sit here and watch Fan or uh, New Hope for the twentieth time. <laughs> Get all the lines down, you know. Oh man, I got a bad idea about this. So, you know, <laughs> or move on, move on, move on. <laughs> these are not the droids you're looking for. Yeah, these are not the droids you're looking for. Those are not the droids I'm looking for. I'm like, how they do that? <laughs> so what you're telling me is the first film that Amon Green grinded was Star Wars Episodes Four and Five. Time it came on TV, I was stuck in the in the carpet or I was stuck on the couch. I'm not moving, even though I just watched it like two days before. I gotta watch it again. I gotta know everything, details in the back, people in the background, you know, background characters, seeing stuff just so I have a memory. And I do still to this day. I love it. So like I said, I can't really, I can't. I, when you ask me, give me some feedback on Star Wars. It's not gonna be negative. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard for me to do that. It's very hard for me to do that. Okay, so you're you're uh, fresh into the NFL then, and they start releasing uh, the prequel trilogy. They release yeah. Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith. What was that yeah. like? What, what how excited were you for for those that set of Super. three? Super. Like I I didn't know what to do with myself. So I was in Seattle at that time. It was 1999 when Phantom Menace came out, and obviously you know they do the the movie trailers, so you do all the teasing a year before, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm like sweet and. And like the what I was super excited about was when I was a kid, I was in Omaha. Nothing against our city, you know, my town, Omaha and Lincoln. But you know, you know it's a small town compared to Los Angeles, compared to Seattle, New York, Houston, Miami. So I'm like, I'm in a big city. I'm in Seattle. And this now I'm gonna be here for the premiere. And I remember talking to some of my teammates and talking to some I went to like the GameStop. They had an E B games before GameStop came around. EB Games, if you remember EB Games, I'm, I'm dating myself there. <laughs> um, and I went in there to buy some games, obviously, and then got talking with the manager or whoever is working, the clerk in there. And he, they're like, you hear about the new Phantom Menace coming? I said, like, yeah, I'm super excited. You know, I've never been to a, like a big city movie premiere. I was like, whenever it's going to be done differently or whatever. And the cool thing was being a Seahawk, we had a partnership deal with one of, with AMC theaters. So we could get free tickets. Nice. So because everybody's like, man, you're going to camp out? You know, that's when people camp out like the night before. I'm like, no, nah. I say I got it. I could me being humble. That's what I would say to people. They'd be like, are you going to camp out? I'd be like, no, nah, my job to where I work at, we have a deal where I could get a employee discount. <laughs> leaving out, I'm leaving out the fact that I'm not a, you know, that I'm not a Seahawk. Like, because I, I don't want people to, to, to know that. Like, I'm like, I don't know how they're going to react. So I'm like, I want to keep it like I got, like I work at the post office or something. Hey, you know, we got a, we got a partnership with AMC at my job. And a lot of people, if they asked me, all they had to do was ask me because I'm honest. They'd be like, where do you work? I was like, oh, I play for the Seahawks. I got it. But nobody had never asked me that. When I'll say, oh, yeah, my job, we got to, you know, I got to pull this out for them. You know, so I can get in the theater. So I don't need to camp out. They're like, you're not? I'm like, I did camping when I was a kid in the mountains, under the stars. I did the whole experience. No electricity. I got that down. 
for a movie that I love, I don't know. When I could be at home the night before in my bed watching TV to get ready to go see the movie the next day, I yeah, that just don't equal out for me. I'm a fan. I'm not saying I'm not committed. I just can't sleep on the curb when I don't have to. The thing is, you have the best of all worlds, right? You don't have to hurt your back or your shoulder, your neck, sleeping on the concrete, and you still get in at the same time as everyone else. Yeah, and I, and I respect. I said, but I said to those fans, I said, look, I respect y'all. I mean, y'all are a little bit. That's hardcore. I can't. You got me there. I said, but I can't. I said, no. Nah. I said, any any chance where I get to potentially camp out, I'm gonna think about it first. I'm like, <laughs> what 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 am I really getting out of this? Am I getting a special giveaway, like in the line for being in the, you know, if it's something like that going down, okay, were they giving out free lightsabers or something? I'm like, all right, I'm there. What color, yeah. what color is your lightsaber, your go-to? I'm going to go blue, blue or green, mm-hmm. blue or green. Yeah, blue is my favorite color, so, and I like the green one, I think, uh, and then Mace Windu, he had purple, mm-hmm. if you remember Mace, uh, Samuel Jackson, he had a purple lightsaber, and uh, I think it was uh, between Attican uh and Luke and Obi-Wan they had either green or blue one of them you know mm-hmm. in between them so in between them, in between them three so blue lightsaber is yep. the way to go i am absolutely yeah. with you on that yeah, you're one. blue okay yep absolutely nice. blue is my favorite color as well i'm not just saying that to agree with you blue, blue is my favorite no. color that's how i picked out my my duke basketball fandom uh when i was younger there's nothing else to do it behind that right. um so, blue lightsaber is the way to go. In terms of Star Wars games, Amon, I'm a Lego Star Wars guy. That's what I was raised Me on. Me too. I loved Lego Star Wars. Is there a better Star Wars game out there that you've played? Well, I mean, I did Last Order. Um, that came out a few years ago. I finished that, completed that, and they have DLC that I got to still play. I would say the last new ones that just came out, Last Order, Survivor, even the um, Battlefront. Even though first Battlefront didn't have a campaign, I was okay with that. Like I said, I'm not going to be mad at the guys. They made a clerical error there. It's like, how you make a a game about the troops that was a part of all these battles, the stormtroopers, and you don't give it a campaign? They did that in part two, and it was okay. It was an okay campaign. I said, that's a negative I'm going to get uh, to my, to my guys that making, uh, making arts because I want to work for them one day. <laughs> when I retire, when I'm done doing what I'm doing in Lincoln, I want to work for the Star Wars guys. That would be fun. That would be another dream of mine. As I'm now an esports coach, dreaming that that came out, that came to true, and then maybe I work for Disney or and uh, Lucas Arts. That's <laughs> Lucas awesome. Is Star yeah. Wars your favorite? You know, kind of kind of sci-fi series. Yes. What what else is in there? Like your top three? I say even though it's sci-fi, but it's a different genre of sci-fi. It's sci-fi horror would be Aliens mm. with Sigourney Weaver. Okay, mm-hmm. those are just. I saw, I remember watching that. I was the first, the second one, which I thought was the first one, was Aliens. Came out in 1988. I was, what's that, 11. And we were living in California and we went to the movie, we went to the drive in. We would go to the drive in frequently in uh, living in California. And we went to the drive in to see Aliens. And I was like a football fan cheering when she was fighting the aliens and killing the aliens. <laughs> I, would ju- I, I rolled down the windows in the car. I'm like, Come on with that boy, get in this car. What are you doing? You're gonna get us kicked out of the driveway. What's wrong with you, boy? I'm like, she kicking the alien's butt, dad. She doing it. She doing it. She got them big guns. Da, 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 da. All right. 
She's like, my mom and dad like, boy, get in this car. You about to get us kicked out of this drive-in movie. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Mom, dad, you I'm just like, don't I'm understand. Like, it's Ripley. Ellen Ripley is doing work right now on these aliens. They giving them, she's giving them the business right now. <laughs> I love it. So yeah. Yeah. That was I say that one. Those would probably be my time. You know, they do, you know, they both sci-fi, but one's more mm-hmm. like a fantasy sci-fi Star Wars and then uh uh, aliens is a uh, horror, you know, sci-fi, still fantasy, obviously fiction, right? Because we don't hope, obviously, hopefully, that's not real. We don't want to face that. <laughs> if that ever becomes that. real, we are in trouble. Capital T, capital R, keep going, trouble. And so th- this is some okay. Now you're going to come into my world of movie. I say my theories on movies and watching horror movies, Austin. Mm-hmm. So everybody tuning in, you about to get a treat right now. And so this is my, this is a Mon Green theory of what you can learn by watching horror movies. That is a practical, it's a practicality, all right. If that's even a word, a practical living. So you can learn by watching Aliens. You learn right away that when you see something that opens up, that you know is not from this planet, you run the other way. You don't go and look into the thing to see what jumps out and then jumps on your face. Don't do that. You see something that looks like a plant and it opens up? Cut and run the other way, please. And do like Ellen Ripley did. Set everything on fire just to be safe. Um, when uh, when they say that it's a planet that is derelict and not much on it, okay, we don't need to stop there. We <laughs> Back in the, the spaceship, next- <laughs> jump. <laughs> Back, yeah, no, we don't need to go down there. You know, we see warnings, little red flags everywhere popping up. It's derelict. It doesn't have an atmosphere. Only certain things could live on there. Okay, yeah, we don't need to go on that planet. We good. We're going to bypass that. It's okay, you know. Don't do that, you know. When the company says, we need you to go, no, I don't want to do that. I want to take a, a year off because I was just <laughs> on another ship trying to fight these things. And they killed half my crew, half my friends, busting out of their chest. And no, I don't want that life, you know. So that's from aliens. But when you watch ha- hacking and slashing movies like Jason mm-hmm. or Michael Myers, Halloween, you know, all the stuff that we've seen, the screen, they put that on front tree. They learn that if you know the things of a warning sign of a slasher in your town, don't say certain things, obviously. Don't say, I'll be right back. Don't be the pretty girl or the pretty guy. <laughs> don't have sex. All this is real. You know, when you see a car running, jumping, and driving, get the heck out of there. Yeah. Don't run in the basement. Run out the front door. Or jump out the front, the, the front, the first floor window. Get out. The monster's running or Jason's walking. Don't look back and don't fall. Please stop falling. What's <laughs> If I'm running for my life, priority number one is that my pulse is still beating by the end of this situation. Don't fall. Okay? Just don't fall. Just stay on your feet. But in, Yeah. I'm like, what's do. so hard about... Okay, I want to live. <laughs> I think my focus would be on having high knees, not <laughs> tripping and falling on the branch or the tree stump. Like, come on. You're killing me, Stephen King. Well, and so much uh, of that, Amon, is don't look over your shoulder when you run, right? You look for you yeah, run faster you when you're look looking straight never ahead. Never look back. No. It's just like on football. When you break out on a big run, don't look back. In a horror movie, don't look back. 
you want to run so fast and so long where it's a whole maybe an hour go by before you even look back. So you know nothing is behind you. You outran Jason, Freddie, whoever. You know? Mm-hmm. So there you go. You know, a movie, horror genre, little education right there. What else? What else? It's, it's uh, Mon Green's tips for practical living. It's, it's practical It comes living down to two words, common sense. Movie. Common sense. Like, like zombie movies, all right? Like, really. These things, if it depends on what zombie you get in these days, because they now have Olympic level zombies since World War Z, right? And um, 28, 28 days, um, twenty eight days, when you had full zombies, full on sprinting, jumping, taking helicopters down. When I saw that, I'm like, oh man, they didn't change the game. <laughs> so, not only you got to be accurate with your headshots. Don't panic. Just grab a, a, a screwdriver. You can still pump. You can, you can hit them with the head, even though they get more close to you. You want you do want to keep that distance, so you want to get a baseball bat or or axe, even though we I know this is a sports show. We're talking about killing zombies right now. <laughs> hey, you get <laughs> points for it. it. It's athletic, right? Yeah. You get the cardio. Yeah. You get the strength. So yeah. Keep that distance between you and the zombie with uh, an axe or a baseball bat or do something like what um, Hegan did in Walking Dead. Even though he used it for killing my man, uh, what was his name? It was Ken or Luke. I can't remember his name, but you remember he hit him in the head. I was like, "That's oh, cold, yeah. cold, cold world." Yeah, cold blooded. Keegan was cold blooded in Walking Dead, man. So, so yeah, ha- don't panic. And it's like people panic when they see zombies because the ones, the old school zombies, is like, Ugh. Ugh. like they taking five minutes to get to you. Don't panic. If you got any type of athletic ability, you should be able to stay alive. Don't panic, you know. And if your loved one, I know this is a tough one for people when they see it in the movie, your loved one has now turned into a zombie. You know, me and my wife had the conversation. I said, look, baby, if I die, if I turn into zombies, just shoot me in the head. I said, because I can outpower you. I said, same for same for you. If you turn into a zombie, I'm I'm sorry. I just got to take you out. I love you, but it's now. the best for everyone. Exactly. Exactly. Because if you bite me, then it's, and she was mad at me. She was like, no, we be zombies together. I said, no, I said, this how it, it, it don't work that way. <laughs> I love you. But when it's when it's zombie time, you it's not you anymore. You gotta know that. It is not you or it's not me. It's not that person you married. No. Put one in my head. The emotion's gone, the connection's gone. You're just looking for for, for flesh to eat. That's all it is. There's no connection. Brains. Brains. <laughs> I was saying and walking the old uh Night of the Living Dead. Brains. <laughs> brains. I'm like, is that zombie really saying brains? Like, this is off the chain. That zombie. I'm like eight watching that. Oh, boy. <laughs> I, I try to stay away from horror movies. I, I, I can't handle it. I'm a wimp, especially jump scares. Um, I am, yeah, that, yeah. I am high strung, Amon. Like, I've tried to calm down and relax, but I'm twitchy as I'll get yeah. out. I frighten very easily. Horror movies are not good for me. No, yeah. So they, like I said, there it's a it's the, so it's basically another way to put it. The anatomy of a horror movie is that jump scares, and they set you up. You already know the scene where, like, you see my camera, and you can't see like on this side, like over here. You can't really see what's behind me, but they'll have a camera then come this way where you only see what's over here, and I'm in the refrigerator or in the cabinet, and I shut the cabinet door, and then there's Freddy. There's a zombie. Ah! Or there's a cat. You still jump 
like, oh my god, why is the cat doing right there? <laughs> they get you. You know, the movie director Steve King, um, what's another one? Uh what's the one that did uh uh, uh Michael Myers, uh Wes Craven, Wes mm, Craven. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. and Jordan Peele. Oh, Jordan Peele now. He's a horror movie. He's up and coming. He's uh, I got I gotta respect the game. He's rookie of the year. He's if there is rookie <laughs> of the year trophy for uh, 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 first time. Who, oh, he's knocking my well. Get, get out. Uh, and then the most recent one was uh, Nope with Kiki Palmer. Mm-hmm. Uh, fantastic. I mean, to me, that's just pure beauty of horror. Uh, and same guy that was in Walking Dead. He was in there. He was a cowboy. He had a little cowboy outfit on and everything. Can't think of his name right now. It'll pop back in. It's it's an but, incredible uh, an incredible start to a horror directing career for uh yes. Jordan Peele with with those three. Um, we do have to take a break, get some bills paid. Yep. Amon, last week we left off with the story with the pregame speech, yes. the best one you ever gave. Um, you know, coach, how many times do we have to win to to get a shot at the, this team again? You beat that team, but they didn't give you the championship. You had to play another team. We right, didn't yeah, get yeah, to yeah. finish that story. Let's tell that okay. one when we get back yes. here to the Amon Green Show.